Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of My Naked Mindset. I'm your host, Janae Ledger. Thank you so much for tuning in and being here today. This is episode number 109. Happy June. It is my birthday month. At the end of this month, it will be cancer season, aka my favorite personal month. Um, And also because it's summertime. I mean, summertime is my favorite, so... Happy to be podcasting with an amazing guest today. I'm very excited for this conversation. I just have some little bit of updates. Um, If you haven't gotten a chance, please check out my website, my cute merch. You know, over here on My Naked Mindset, we are all about destigmatizing topics exploring new perspectives and it's just like a judgment-free zone so that's what we're all about here I have really cute merch as well as some adult products such as toys and lube and lingerie and all the things and also like body products as well so check that out it's in the show notes as well as my Instagram bio so check 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 it out so We have a very special guest today. She is a life coach who helps caring people find their clarity, connect to their creativity, and access their courage so they can confidently create their business. Everyone, please welcome Sydney to the show. All right, everyone. I have Sydney here with me. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm super excited to chat with you. Yeah, thank you for having me. Hello, everybody. Of course. So what are you most excited about that's coming up in your life? Oh my God, that's such a good question. Probably. So at the time we're recording this, we're coming up to May long weekend. I I believe you in the States also have a long weekend, the same. Yes. 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 And it's also my birthday that weekend. Love. I know it's (laughs) really good timing on my parents' part. I'm very pleased with how that all rolled out. But um, yeah, my friends and I are going camping for the weekend on this amazing Mm -hmm. island just north of Vancouver Island. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Oh, I love it. I love camping. Camping is so much fun. The memories you make just being outdoors. So fun. That's great. It's the best. Yeah. Love that. Now, I want to know a little bit more about you. Obviously, we have your intro all set up, but I want to know just like kind of how you got to where you are today and how you kind of got into the coaching. Oh, goodness world. gracious. Janae, do we have like, how how long do we have? No, <laughs> I am. Um, <laughs> I'll try and give the synopsis. So I started my career as an art director, graphic designer in advertising. I lived in Toronto and... From there, I think like that world, it really developed a fascination with the creative process during that time. I also went through my own sort of quarter life crisis in my 20s and had some um, health stuff pop up. I was pursuing a side hustle in yoga and I ended up working with a life coach and she sort of planted the seed of the idea of coaching into my head but at the time I was I thought she was crazy like I was just like sure yeah whatever um 
I felt like I had enough careers on the go and I didn't need yet another one. So I just kind of laughed off her suggestion that I would be a good fit for the coaching world and went on my merry way. And eventually I found myself, I had quit my full-time job and had gotten into freelancing as an art director which was great because that's really a huge part of why I chose that career path was because I wanted to work for myself. Mm. So I eventually did. And um, during that time, I had the opportunity to teach yoga in Costa Rica alongside another life coach named Penny Light, who's amazing. And Mm. when I was watching her do her thing, I was just like, that's what I want to do for sure. And so I literally came back from that trip and signed up for coaching certification. The rest is history, as they say. Oh, that's super cool. And I love it when that like one person in your life kind of like just shows you a different perspective or like just introduces you to something and you're kind of like, hmm, I think that could be super interesting. And I, 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 I feel like everyone probably has one person in their life like that. And I think it's just so nice to be able to try out something new and just like broaden your horizons and kind of just go for it. So that's, that's super, super cool. I love that so much. Um, I know we're going to be talking all about confidence today. And I know that's something that you really help people succeed in and kind of probably structure, you know, their, their business around obviously being confident within yourself, but that also stems into so many parts of our lives And I truly, like, I'm obviously, um, this podcast is all about, you know, life stuff, but also um, in the intimacy world, it's super, super important to kind of feel comfortable within your own skin and just show up for yourself. And obviously, I think everyone in the world goes through ebbs and flows of feeling confident. And I think that's so normal. And I want to normalize that. Like it, it's, it's a process and it's not always great. And I think that's okay. And giving ourselves some grace, but I would love to kind of hear a little bit more about, you know, what you think confidence is and mm-hmm. yeah, just kind of get into it. Okay. Yeah. I love talking about confidence because I think it has so much to do with authenticity and, um, I really look at confidence as a skill set, which I think is so beautiful because it means that we don't have to feel like we need to be confident all the time. If it's a skill set, it's something that we can tap into when we need it. Uh, so I that's, that's how I teach it is as a skill set. And for me, confidence, what is at the very basis of it is security or safety. So when we feel safe as who we are in whatever situation we're in, that's when our confidence shows up, right? And so it's really allowing ourselves to be okay with wherever we're at. Um, And I think sometimes we, you know, we base a lot of our definitions off of what we see in the world around us. It's how a lot of our belief systems come into play inside of ourselves. And I think when it comes to confidence, we have a particular ideal of what confidence is. Like when we talk about confident people, they're often like in really public roles and they're very big personalities. And, and so I think sometimes we can 
misinterpret confidence as that personality type. And I really like breaking that down too and helping people really define what confidence is for them as a person and and where they feel most confident so that they can start to feel like their ver- they can have their own version of confidence and it doesn't have to look like that and really just learning how to be themselves and be okay with who they are, you know? Yeah, I love that. And I think when you first spoke about like being authentic, right? I think that really coincides with this because it is true. Like everyone has their own version of it. And I think it can be so sometimes misconstrued or misinterpreted. And yeah, I would love to kind of break that down because I feel like there's a huge difference between being confident or like having confidence or mm. being like top, um, like just super uh, cocky or like, you know what I mean? Like pompous kind of thing. So maybe we can talk about that a little bit too and kind of just break down some of the, yeah, like when someone can misinterpret the way someone yeah. might be perceiving something. Sure. Yeah, well, I think sometimes sometimes we can project confidence rather than be confident. And so I think when we're talking about cockiness or um, trying to think of some different descriptive words for that, but pompous is a great word that you used, you know, um, is that actual confidence or is that a projection of it? Are we trying to look confident versus actually being comfortable in our own skin? And so I think that's one of those ways we get to break it down. I know for me, especially when I'm doing something new, I can really like get into that projection mode of like, oh, I've got to like, pro- I've got to project confidence because I want people to see me as confident and you can kind of overstep the mark a little bit and I think that's normal too like I don't think there's anything wrong with that it's not to judge that but I do think there's a difference between that and then uh, true authentic confidence which is a lot more comfortable and calm and relaxed Uh, at least that's how I consider it in my head you know no, I could, I completely see what you're saying. And I think, yeah. yeah, it really can, I think when someone is confident, you can usually just see it, but also I think you can kind of feel when someone is confident. It's like really like, I find it to be like very strong. And I think when we, when we show up for ourselves and when we are authentic and we feel comfy in our own skin, like you said, like it's, it really shows. And I think even in like the dating world, I mean, I could get off topic a little bit, but I, you can really, you can really feel when someone is confident or if they're lacking confidence. Oh. And I think it's something that's, it's just very shown and, and you can feel it. Like I can, when I walk into a room, like I can feel, okay, who in this room is like, they know who they are, blah, blah, blah. Like they, they own their shit. Like I can, it's a very, it's a very, outward like feeling I think and in in a visual almost too and I think it's really it's kind of interesting um and I also think that like it's like that self-assurance it's that trust in themselves yeah well and I think you can get really meta about it too because we can even consider 
those moments of insecurity, what does it look like to be confident with your insecurities? I think we often think of confidence as like, oh, we're void of insecurities. We just don't have them. But what if we can have them still? And what if we can still hold that sense of confidence or at least tap into confidence? I talk about this sometimes with my clients around um, the different mindsets we go through when we're discovering a new skill set or stepping into a new career path even you know we we start often as a beginner learning some new skill sets and I remember myself when I was going through yoga teacher training many years ago that that I was quite confident even though I I recognized I didn't know very much but that's I was meeting myself where I was at in that and I was confident in how little I knew and I was just loving the process of learning and what I find happens is we go from that beginner's place where we're really curious and we're hungry for information and we're learning lots and really, really present with ourselves. We move into a more intermediate role and all of a sudden we feel like we have to know a lot of things and we start shooting ourselves a lot. Like I, I should be able to speak about this clearly and if people have questions, I should know the answers and I should be an expert at this and all of that kind of stuff. But what's really interesting is what you see in people who are really confident with the knowledge that they have and comfortable with themselves and where they're at. I think you see this a lot in people who have done things for a long period of time is they're really comfortable saying that when they don't know something, they're really comfortable in kind of like owning what they do know, but not needing to know everything. And so I think that's always an interesting an interesting place to start exploring confidence and and what makes what makes confidence when you start unpacking those different mindsets of the beginner mindset, the intermediate mindset, and then the the um, advanced mindset. The way you broke that down too, like it it makes sense, and I think it's like yeah, like when you're learning something new, like obviously you you might know some things about it. But you're not going to be in an advanced category because like you're getting to know, you're learning new things, you're you're getting curious, you're like asking questions, whether that be like in a learning environment or maybe it's just something that you're learning online. Like there's so many different types of like learning. And I think that that's kind of fun too, because then when you're like, when you do gain that knowledge, it's like, oh, okay, like you can feel more comfy and like, okay. I know this new fact that I can, that I can share with people. And I think, I think it's, it's, I mean, I love learning personally. So I think, I'm just like being, yeah, it's, it's something that I've always really enjoyed, which I think is obviously a good thing. Um, but I find that, yeah, when I'm, when I'm learning something new, it's just, I always like to like know more and research and and find different ways to do it and maybe find the best way to do something and just expand my toolbox, if you will. Yeah. I love it. I love that. Now, you know, regarding like the business, because I know, you know, when you're when you're confident within yourself, you know, that really shows in your business. How do you think like <clears throat> what can our confidence like do for us in our business to be confident and to like own our shit? Mm-hmm. Um, 
I I call it sort of like the three or the I have the four stages of building your business, which is um, defining what what your business is, who it serves, how you want to price it, structure of it, those kinds of things. So defining or designing it, um, marketing your business, selling and receiving income for it, and then of course delivering. So with those four stages of business, you can see how confidence becomes very instrumental because there's the three, what I call the three building blocks of confidence, which are clarity, creativity, and courage. And those are the things that make up confidence, right? So when you're clear about what you're wanting to offer to the world, what you're wanting to price it at, who you want to offer it to, it's so much easier to talk about it with confidence when you're clear about it. When you're welcoming your own creativity, you're so much more confident in offering something that is different than what other people offer. You're not trying to copycat other people so much, but you're letting it be its own, which I think allows for a lot more confidence in you. And then courage when you're able to tap into that sense of courage and be with yourself when you're afraid and and step out of your comfort zone or how I like to present it is expand your comfort zone and you're more comfortable with those uncomfortable feelings and that plays into your confidence too so um, your confidence helps support all those three building blocks but it also is built by those three building blocks and when we go back to those four stages you know being in business is a super vulnerable act to be responsible for your own income, to be responsible for your own time management and how you're choosing to put your work out into the world. Um, it's a vulnerable thing and it requires that ability to create your own internal sense of security. And when you do, you're able to sell more um, clearly, more confidently, uh, you're able to receive money with open arms um, because you know you're providing the value and you're able to talk about what you do in a much more compelling way. So I really think it's it's instrumental in building your business. And even from a nervous system standpoint, because that's that plays such a big role in how we think and create and show up in the world is the how regulated our nervous system is. And so when you're able to come from that secure place, you're able to think things through more clearly. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. I love that. And I think it's, I love when you said like the creativity and courage. And I think that, I mean, it makes sense because I find that when for instance, like, obviously I'm a podcaster, when I see other podcasters and they're really like pumping out creativity, you can tell that they're, you know, their page is really unique and you can tell that they're just like being authentically themselves. And when you're talking about like marketing and selling, it's, it's true. It's like, even when you go into like a, a little boutique, it's like, if, if the, if the person that works there is coming up to you and being like, Hey, like, do you need help? Like, let me show you this, blah, blah, blah. I find that it's like, they know their shit they're owning it and they're also trying to help you if you need xyz you know what i'm saying like 
I mean, marketing and selling is goes hand in hand together too. And I find that when you were talking about, you know, kind of stepping out of your comfort zone and feeling okay when you are out of your comfort zone. And it is having a business is vulnerable. I mean, I, I mean, I obviously just have my podcast, but I consider it my business. I maybe not be making a shit ton of money from it, but that's fine because I love it. I'm very passionate about it. It's, I've been doing it for two years and I'm still cranking it out, but it's something that it is vulnerable. And like, you know, I'm sure for like other folks, it's like, holy shit, like I, I need to, I need to get on this and I need to be productive probably I don't know, a lot of the time and just like pump out whatever you're, whatever you're selling or doing. And it can be, I'm sure at times very, you can get burnt out and kind of have the moments of, of having the insecurities or why am I doing this and kind of questioning yourself. So if someone were to be, you know, someone, someone comes to you and says, Sydney, you know, I'm really struggling with, you know, feeling confident. I'm kind of getting a little burnt out, um, you know, kind of some issues that they might be having like lacking in confidence what do you usually I mean I guess depending on the situation but overall is there something um that they can kind of do and how do you how do you help them out in that area Mm -hmm. well one is for us to figure out building a lot of awareness around where they're at and what's coming up for them understanding what is creating the lack of confidence and and unpacking a lot of that I think awareness is such a key component to pretty much every personal development work that we're going to do but I have this thing that I recently created called the the roadmap um, that's part of my program so it's really about assessing where they're at in their journey in their business from the moment they came up with the idea to the final destination of having a business they're really proud of and that they love. And so the very first thing we do is just assess where they're at on that journey um, and start to unpack what are the thoughts and feelings that are, that are getting them out of sync with their confidence. Because I really like to think that we just are confident and then there's things that cloud that confidence and that's partly because I see confidence as you just being your clear self. You just being yourself and that's when you're confident. So what's getting in the way of that and how can we start to clear that stuff out of the way so that you can be you? Yeah, I love yeah. that. And I think, yeah, being aware, it's a big one. That is, yeah. that's a big one. And I think, yeah. yeah and the, the other piece that's, um, I think one maybe one of the most challenging things is starting to reassess our definition of productivity as well, mm-hmm. because we tend to just, and I'm basing this off of living, being a human who lives in the Western world, but we have a belief of productivity being a lot of external doing, yes. right? And so I think really starting to assess what is productivity? What does it mean to you? And reminding people that there's a lot of productive things that we can do for our internal system. Because when your internal system is burnt out and overwhelmed and stressed, you're not thinking 
clearly the way you are when you have a more regulated system. So it's not just all about the doing and the external doing. Sometimes it's about simplifying the external side of things and helping people find more space to slow down and get in touch with themselves and clear out all the noise. Slowing down too, that's a good one. Because I think, yeah, we're just go, go, go. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like I grew up in Massachusetts, which is just Boston is just like, I feel like I am always in go, go, go mode all the time. And sometimes I'm like, Janae, you need to slow it down. Like, you're just walking to the grocery store. It doesn't need to be a fucking race. Like, <laughs> like that's just how I was brought up. It's like the environment that I was in. But I think, yeah, asking yourself what productive productivity means to you. And, you know, so I think that also ebbs and flows at times. Like sometimes you're like, holy shit, I'm, I have my creative juices going on. I can do all this yeah. stuff. I have a really great productive day. And then maybe, you know, the next week it's like, I'm kind of having a down day and kind of giving yourself grace to mm -hmm. listen to your body. Because I find that if I try to force myself to, I don't know, create content or do something, it's not authentic because I'm not feeling it right yeah and when yeah. you're feeling it and you're having the creative juices I think I kind of think about it in like a sense of like writer's block when someone's writing a book I I I'm actually in the process of writing a book right now which is kind of insane I mean I've only written congratulations like, that's exciting <laughs> thank you I've only written like probably five pages but I'm like it's a start like why not when I feel and Powered and and feeling like I want to write, I'll just kind of whip out my laptop and start doing it. But if I'm not in that headspace, it's like it's not going to come natural for me, and I feel like it won't be. I won't feel as productive because I won't be feeling it. So I think, I think that's something that is really. I loved when you said just like assessing the what you think is productive and, um, being clear because I think when you are are being clear with yourself you're being authentic it's like that's really going to showcase and and mm -hmm. and you're going to bring that into your business I just yeah. yeah I love I love how you put that yeah and I um I tend to think about you know like some of this I think is learning how to read the sort of indicator lights when things are when your nervous system is getting burnt out or overwhelmed, like starting to see what the signs of that are. And definitely confusion is a sign that your your system is overwhelmed with stuff. It, like confusion to me is a sure sign to slow down and and take note. Uh, and then force, force and urgency are two other signs that I always think are really important indicator lights to pay attention to because they're another sign that your nervous system feels insecure. So if we can slow those, those things down, um, we're, I have, I have a, a concept that I call creative efficiency, which is essentially a way to unpack how, why are some things really easy to create and other things are really hard. And mm -hmm. I think what's at the core of that is your level of security with what you're creating. Of course, if you're creating something new, like let's say um, for me, doing a podcast would probably be uh, a 
more arduous process perhaps for me at this point in time in my life than for you who has been doing it regularly for two years, right? But I think we can speed up our efficiencies when we learn how to take ourselves back to safety and our best ideas are going to come from that secure place inside when our nervous system is secure and then we can more easily tap into more secure thoughts and our creativity can flow more easily. Um, so I don't know where I was going. I went on a complete tangent, <laughs> but yeah, paying attention to the indicator lights, I think are important because when we're creating from a place of total insecurity, the results are likely not to be quite what we, what we want them to be. And by no means am I saying people need to be perfectly secure in order to do things. I think part of learning how to feel secure is learning how to comfort yourself when you're feeling uncomfortable and when you're doing scary things. So it's a little play of both, but it really is at the core of everything. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, like really checking in with ourselves. I say this all the time on just like all episodes, because I think it's so important to ask yourself, okay, well, how am I feeling about this? And does this really feel right to me? Or does this feel like aligned with my business and and really check in with yourself and even if you have to bounce something off of like your partner or a really close friend like that's okay just like say hey like do you think that this sounds okay and and really utilizing your resources because I think when we really check in with ourselves and we're feeling that overwhelm feeling or we're like you said being like forcing ourselves to create content or whatever the case may be it's like it really it comes from a place that's like not 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 good right and I think it's it's really important to I like when you said the indicating life like really checking check in with yourself and kind of see like okay I, I'm not really feeling very good about this and kind of get to the root cause of what mm-hmm. might be causing that or you know maybe maybe you're kind of in a burnout and you might need a break of something and and asking for help I think is always a good one too of just like checking in with yourself like asking for help if you need it and I mean that's really hard for me to do sometimes but I think once you do it and you receive whatever it is that you're lacking or you need help with it's like you can feel that relief a little bit yeah I'm really learning how to meet yourself where you're at and how to meet your needs so I think it's always useful to think the question like what do I need right now when you see those indicator lights go on what do I need right now? And sometimes it might be something more task oriented, like I need to take a nap or I need to drink some water or, you know, it might be something of that nature. And sometimes it might be more internal, like I need to believe in myself in this moment. I need to tell myself that I'm going to be okay. Like I can do this thing scared and I'm going to be okay. You know, so I think really being able to check in with your needs and and answer those needs for yourself absolutely yeah I think that makes total sense um what would you say are some common obstacles people face when they are building their self-confidence and what is what like do you see like an overarching common theme to some of your clients going through Mm -hmm. self-confidence yeah Um, internal dialogue is a huge one. 
-hmm. So our thoughts are, I mean, our thoughts are really, they're really at the core of why we're feeling confident or why we're not feeling confident. Um, so I think that's, that's one thing is uh, an obstacle is just helping people learn to, uh, relate to themselves differently and relate to their thoughts differently. I think that's a huge one. I think in line with that learning, teaching people how to learn to, um, deal with fear and discomfort and feel their feelings. I think one of the number one things that gets in the way of confidence is our, our desire to avoid negative feelings. And I think we sometimes think that if we're confident, we won't have negative feelings. And I always like to suggest that if you're willing to feel any feeling like the more willing you are to feel absolutely any feeling the more opportunity you will have to feel confident in any situation mm -hmm. um i feel like i had a third one there obstacles to confidence I think the other thing is just recognizing that you don't have to know all the answers in order to feel confident. Mm -hmm. I think people often see I don't know as a problem. And confidence, if you're coming to I don't know as a confident person or using the skill set of confidence, you're going to get curious about the I don't know. So instead of them being obstacles that stop you, you'll just see them as you'll get curious about them like, oh, I don't know this. So like, how can I, where can I go to find answers or what are some ideas that I have? Right. So I don't know, does not have to be a wall that you hit. It can just be like a little speed bump. Yeah. Oh, I love that. But, and, and it is true. Cause it's like, once you're like, hmm, maybe I don't know much about this. And that kind of gives you an opportunity for an opportunity and kind of learn things new like maybe learn a new skill or do some researching into this. And I think um, a good example of it too, is just like going on a social media platform and searching whatever maybe you might be curious about and kind of seeing, Oh, okay. What are other people saying about this? And Oh, this is how they're talking about it. Okay. And then you kind of like get some ideas. I always use Pinterest too, as an example of like mm. just random shit that I'm trying to look up or Canva. If I'm like, having a block of like, I am not being creative right now. I need some, just something to look at that looks pretty. And then I'm like, oh, Janae, duh, you can just do this, 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 and like make it pretty. And, you know, I think it's sometimes, yeah, it gives us an opportunity to really just like find, and like you said, you don't even have to find the answers, but get inspired, get creative and just kind of, you know, don't take that as an obstacle find it in a way of being curious. I love that. That is such good advice. Um, any other last thoughts before we get into our game? I don't think so. Um, I think probably just knowing that um, I'd love people to walk away from this call knowing that they don't have to be confident people like 
it, confidence is not something you either have or don't have. It doesn't matter about your past history. It doesn't matter what you've been through. You can create confidence and it can be a skill set you can learn to practice. And when you do, it's one of the most valuable skill sets you could ever learn, no matter what you're doing, whether it's um, starting your own business or, you know, starting a family or whatever it is that you're wanting to do in your life. This is such a such a beautiful skill set to have in your back pocket. Um, and it's really about having your own back and just letting yourself be who you are. Yes. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. All right, are you ready for our game? I'm ready. I'm like a little bit nerve. I'm a little bit nervous. My confidence is waning, guys, because I I don't know what game we're playing. So fun. Well, it's just called this or that, so it's just between two things. It's super fun. Okay, cool. I can do this. This is fun. So the first one is: Are you an early riser or night owl? Both. (laughs) I don't know if I'm allowed to answer that. I love mornings and I love nighttime. So, yeah. Love that. Love that. Curly fries or waffle fries? Oh, good one. I'm going to say waffle fries. Waffle fries. So good. So good. Uh, Do you prefer to, like, dine in or take out food? Dine in. Dine in. Dine in. Yeah. Nice. Next one is the beach or the swimming pool? Beach. Beach. Mm-hmm. Would you rather explore space or explore the sea? Space. Space. This one is so interesting, and I'm always so intrigued. Would you rather create a new day of the week or create a new holiday? Oh, this is such a good question because this is one I've never even come close to thinking about. Uh, I think new day of the week. Right? Wouldn't that be cool? It'd be great to have an extra day in the week, I think. Yes. And like preferably a weekend because we work our butts off. as. Oh, definitely. We need another day. Every time I have a three-day weekend, I'm like, why don't we have this every week? This is part of the reason why I chose to work for myself because I was like... Let me just take this matter into my own hands. (laughs) Right, exactly. Love that. Yeah. Would you rather have eyes that film everything or ears that record everything? I'm a music lover, so I think ears. Mm. Mm -hmm. Be invisible or would you rather have the ability to fly? Fly. Fly. Do you prefer to travel somewhere new or travel somewhere familiar? would I prefer I love how seriously I take these questions like I love it. oh my god I've got it like what <laughs> would I prefer <laughs> I think I I think maybe familiar places yeah yeah because then you know the spots you know you know the well and I have my familiar places that I love to go yes you know? not to totally. say I don't like going to new places either but that's totally fair yeah would you rather have a new shirt in your closet every day or a new pair of shoes in your closet once a week? A shirt, for sure. Hands down. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> uh, flowers or like potted plants? 
Spotted Planets. Spotted Planets. The last one is Sunrise or Sunset. 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 Love that. Uh, let everyone know where they can connect and find you. Yeah. Uh, everybody, you can come find me on Instagram. My handle is at do the heart work and that's heart like the one beating in your chest and uh, you can also find me on my website sydneyfletcher.com I have a free mini course there that you're welcome to check out if you are a new or aspiring business owner and it's kind of a whole different way of looking at goals and goal setting so and creativity I love that. Well, thank you so much for being here and giving all of your amazing insights. I so appreciated it. Yeah, well, thank you for having me, Janae. It's great. Definitely go connect with Sydney. As always, my guest info is in the show notes if you would like to connect with them. And definitely tune in for next week, another episode of My Naked Mindset. Our episodes release every single Thursday. So, Definitely tune in next week and check out some older episodes because they're always, you know, there's always something for someone. We always do different topics and I'm sure you will find something that you enjoy or at least find entertaining. (laughs) So you know where to connect with me at My Naked Mindset on all of your social media, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I don't really use Twitter anymore, though, if I'm being completely honest. And you can also join my Facebook group. It is called My Naked Mindsetters. It is also in the show notes. So connect with me. I love you all. Thank you so much for being here. Okay, bye.